All right, what's going on? It is Chad with the Chad Show for a very special edition of the Chad Show outside of our home studio, reporting live from the Orlando's Best Western <laughs> West, because you know how we do. We like to get those cheap hotels where you can smoke cigarettes in because it feels like you're truly free. Yeah, pretty much. What a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting with my beautiful co-hosts and my wife, Chelsea. What up, girl? Well, hey. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> We're on vacation for the first time since, like, March. Yeah? And I think, like, I don't know. I told my mom, and I was like, I know it seems like we take a lot of vacations, but... I mean, we, we do something a couple times a year, but yeah. we're also, like, we work our asses off every fucking day. No you doubt. Know? And, uh, yeah, it's always nonstop. We're always on the go. I mean, the last month, I've, I don't know how many thousands of miles I've traveled from everywhere, just everywhere. about. Yeah. <laughs> but this is our anniversary trip. It is our anniversary trip. Because. Our four years, well, four years married. of our wedding. Yeah, of our wedding. We were married almost five years ago. Okay, so we have, I think we might have covered this before, Probably but so. just to recap, we have two anniversaries. We got married on a Friday the 13th because we had to, and our wedding was on Friday the 13th of the same year, a few months after, um, because that's when we initially wanted it to happen. So we have two wedding anniversaries this one the october one is the one we consider to be like our anniversary anniversary so for sure four years married so i know it's going to sound a little weird it's going to sound different than what you're normally used to because this is being recorded on an iphone which i just gave a shout out maybe they'll sponsor us one day i highly doubt that <laughs> so yeah so we're at the hotel and just we're going to recap on some of the things we've been doing Kind of yeah. try to try to keep it as our normal platform of just bullshit and talking about shit and a little bit of news trinkled in, right? Sure, let's <laughs> trinkle that news in. Oh yeah, so I guess we could first start. We're like, our let's talk about the haunted houses. Like a, a couple weeks ago, um, we went and checked out some Nashville-based haunted houses. Hell yeah, because it's October and that's what oh, we yeah. do all month long is check out haunted houses. Yeah, we look forward to October. That's like our that's our month. Absolutely. Even like last two weeks of September and first week of November is pretty like, much from September first to like mid November is our October. Yeah, that's our Halloween. That's when we start trying to decorate and do stuff like that. Absolutely. So we went to Beast House in Nashville. Yeah, Beast House was our first stop. Which was super cool, super awesome. Loved it. Certain um, parts of it. Certain parts of it. I love there was that one area where you kind of are in a... Well, let's not give it away because if anybody is planning on going or is in the area, I don't want to, like, ruin it. But there was a part of it that Chad and I did not care for where it was completely... It was, like, sensory deprivation and people do touch you there. I will tell you that. Yes. You will get grabbed on the ankle, on the leg, on the shoulder, arm, stuff like that. So um, you're going through somewhere you can't see breathe or you know hear much because there's like loud music blasting everywhere and people are touching you so that kind of definitely got to us a little bit chad for different reasons than myself but it fucked both of us up pretty good um i just wanted to slap a motherfucker <laughs> right i was scared chad wanted to slap somebody um and then the main part of the house they incorporate smells oh yeah they, we didn't realize it i didn't i didn't put two and two together uh -huh. until we were sitting in the car after we got out and i could still smell myself because oh, yeah. like you know i think there's like, a, we're pretty clean people we don't usually smell nasty or smell you know whatever but like i smelled like shit i smelled like someone had farted on me 
and left like doo-doo particles on my shirt. It was pretty gross. And so I'm like, why the fuck do I smell so bad? And I put two and two together. I'm like, they used the scents. They used some doo-doo spray. Ew. And I, you know, I bet it's like one of those things too. Like when, you know how you walk in the room and you step on something, it triggers. Because uh, it, it, you definitely felt like a mist oh, yeah. of something. And it was in this room with like a toilet and doo-doo was everywhere. Well, just, I started walking through and it smelled like cat pee. Like I know it's an old building uh-huh. and I know it was used like as a club and yeah. stuff formerly. So I'm just like, maybe they have a stray cat problem or something. Mm-hmm. But it was unsettling because you normally don't equate the smell sense into going through a haunted house. So when you smell something really bad, and I'm super sensitive to smells, like, you know, I can't hardly take out the garbage without, like, gagging. So I smelled it, and I'm like, oh, God, that's awful. That's gross. It smells like fucking cat pee. And then I walk, kept walking through, and it just kind of disorientates you for a split second, you know? And then you smelled, it was something else. It was, like, dead, rotting leaves or something as you go through yeah. another part. Um and then you smelled like the doo doo, and yeah. it's fucking gross. And it's cool they incorporated that. And then after, I was pretty sure you had crop dusted me, but then I no. realized <laughs> that that was scent. So yeah, they're they're incorporating scents. And even when uh, not to fast forward too much because we'll get to that. But uh, Universal, we went through an area where they had a rotten meat, a dead smell. Yep. And I was like, dang, I mean, so that's cool. It kind of like... And roses. Yeah. So let's not fast forward too much. We'll get there. Um, So then after Beast House, we went to... Real quick, on Beast House, one out of ten skulls. What you giving for anybody that might want to go check out Beast House? Oh, ten. I want to go back. You give it ten skulls? I loved it. Okay. I loved it. Okay, well, in comparison to other ones, like, maybe nine. But I I really liked it. I, I didn't like the wait in line... Um, but I think that they did that because we got there super early and it was like one of the first weekends they were open. And I they think they were trying to, to make it appear from the road. There was a large crowd of people there. Probably. <laughs> we did wait a good while and it was pretty humid. Um, the kids behind us were great at first because they were so scared and it was so entertaining. And then they encroached in our personal space. Uh, yeah, after about 45 minutes, it was like, get the fuck out of here. Like It was like they were pretty much clinging on to us and their parents were behind us and like they're not our kids. So nah. for them to be touching us was not okay screaming and And screaming and crying and um but then we went to devil's dungeon the devil's dungeon in nashville in nashville i would have gave that six and a half by the way six and a half for me for beast house okay the home of the devil's dungeon okay well now that i'm thinking of devil's dungeon like (laughs) i want to give devil's dungeon like 10 out of 10 because devil's dungeon was super fucking cool from start to finish definitely adult oriented not for children yeah please don't bring your kids because yeah. there's titties everywhere there's a lot yeah there's a lot of decapitated women corpses with there's titties nude. everywhere there's a, a mannequin full spread giving birth to an alien on a on an operating table bro and i think and to be honest with you i think they're they're uh, selling themselves short they could charge way more for that because that was like a legit that took like 45 minutes just want to let you know, Devil's Dungeon, that, uh, you know, I did a little work for free. Um, I stepped away out of the line to smoke a cigarette, and there were some very confused gentlemen that approached me and was like, so, uh, where do I buy tickets, and how much are they? And, you know, instead of saying, like, I don't work here, fuck off, um, I used the power of common sense and pointed them towards the ticket booth and explained, like, the different ticket pricing. Yeah. I was like, it's $25 for a ticket and blah, blah, blah. They're like, 
oh, okay. I was like, but if you wanted to upgrade to the fast pass, it's $35. I'm like, well, what's that? I'm like, well, you see this long line here? I'm like, that's the regular one. You're more than welcome to wait. It seems to be about an hour wait right now. I said, but if you go ahead and spend that extra 10 bucks, you move to the front of the line, you're the next people to go in. So I got them several $35 sales in that uh, five minutes. I worked for Devil's Dungeon unwittingly. So you're welcome. And uh, I just want to go to get in free next time because we definitely want to come back. Oh, yeah. No, Devil's Dungeon was tight, man. Like I said, it took about 45 minutes. Then you get to an area. I'm going to spoil, spoil it for you because I want to talk about it because it was super cool. The entrance? We get in, so you get into, you eventually are led to a room. And I don't know because that, I don't, I don't necessarily want to give too much away because that was one of my favorite yeah, parts. Yeah, I think a majority of the people that listen to us, especially our people in Rwanda okay. and outside the United States, they're never going to get so So right now picture. here, if you are near Nashville or in Nashville or close enough to where you want to check out Devil's Dungeon. Skip ahead about five minutes. Skip ahead because we're going to spoil it for you uh, if you yeah. keep listening. Please skip ahead oh, yeah. right now. And now we're going to talk about it. All right. So <laughs> we got to a part where uh, you're led into, you know, uh, a room. It's like room. a chapel area. Yeah. Like well, a that's, church You're talking area. about from the start. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about from the start. All right. Well, you take it from the start. The start was so cool for me because you walk in and you usually don't. You know, like, I know that you sometimes you get pulled into, like, the first room and they have, like, a spooky guide that's, like, old man Crothers died here in 1922 (laughs) and his spirit still lingers some say and it's just kind of like you know it's it's super fucking lame so you walk into the first room it's like the briefing room and you're in a church setting so you sit in church pews with this like wild satanic looking dude and a giant 12 foot, 12 foot satan. satan with his arms spread out a pretty brutal like looking welcoming one too. you yeah. to his congregation kind of thing and it's like super interactive there were actors kind of peeking out and like you know hyping you up a little bit and the guy was uh the what would you call it i guess the, the pulpit pastor. leader the pa- yeah. the church or the church of satan pastor whatever yeah. it was he was very uh like on his toes very quick-witted he was definitely interacting with everybody it was super 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 fun and then you go on your way yeah and unfortunately we got stung uh, stung (laughs) Stung. stuck behind a dude and two chicks and man they kept backing into us it it, what well they had had about uh 42 white claws a piece probably so before they went in they were white girl trashed Uh, they they definitely white girl wasted from the dude to the two girls and it was entertaining for the first about 10 minutes because they were scared out of their fucking mind but it was the scared where like they dropped to the floor kind of like their knees give out in front Mm -hmm. of them and it's like haha that's so funny until the like 20 20th time it happens yeah and then you're like bitch just go just walk like you know you're gonna get scared um we were in there for close to an hour i would say an hour or more yeah maybe so yeah it's definitely the longest time i've been in a haunt yeah and it was it was huge like it never stopped there were so many sets the sets were incredible um the animatronics were really good they had things that would look like a part of the scene and would come up out of the ground and you know be a whole skeleton or something it was it was pretty tight it was super cool the actors were great you know not all of them can be winners so of course you had those actors who just kind of stood there just was like blah you know but then you had some really really good actors who like stayed with you interacted with you um they got one of them got like super pissed at chad because uh I have, like, audio sensory issues. Like, I have, like, a really big issue with, like, loud noises and stuff. Um, and it pretty much just, like, I can't do it. 
So I have to wear earplugs going through, and then like Chad's ears are shot from years and years of shows. Yeah, so, so mine's the opposite. I can't hear at all now. Like I mean, it's it's getting pretty bad. So I have to do that around loud noise now, just so I can maintain the little bit of hearing that I do have. Right. So we're I can't do too much loud noise. Chad can barely hear shit. So we are earplugged up when we go into loud like attractions or concerts or anything like that. Um, and the one guy was like heckling chad well i I think he he didn't get the reaction that he got from most people because it was like a jump scare kind of scenario and i didn't move and then he came up and started trying to talk shit to me yeah and chad was like what eh hey can't hear you sonny and the dude was like what the fuck like blah blah blah. you can't hear me and then chad pulled out an earplug and was like what and he was like oh that's the problem i see blah 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 and it was it was pretty funny he was pretty butthurt um, my favorite part was when uh, Chad started to form a new relationship before my very eyes. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, <laughs> we walked into a hallway and it's like, you know, some music going you and there's a stripper, stripper pole, pole like 10 feet in front of and you. And there's a sign that says stripper way and you're just like, okay. And then all of a sudden something in a dress comes flying by you and hits that stripper pole and bitch goes flying, bro. Like it was, it was a potable, uh, like just yeah. a couple perfect like, circles. Yeah, they got a real and, stripper in here. Right. And then they land and face you and the stripper's name is Bubba and he's probably 42 to 73 years old, depending yeah. on how, how long he's been doing smoke. meth. <laughs> Um, the one tooth kind of gives away the meth thing, uh, but he's just like, uh, "Hey, big boy, you want to be my huckleberry?" And I was like, "Oh God, damn!" He would have been a perfect fit for uh, two thousand uh, maniacs. Yes, absolutely. Man, he would have fit into that because he had that that down pat. <laughs> uh, and then he uh, utilized a, a Rihanna lyric as we were kind of walking out, and it was just sing songy like, uh, "What was it?" Uh, sticks, sticks and, and stones. stones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me. And the people in front of us were just like uncomfortably yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And it was it was pretty funny. So that was probably the scariest part because had I ended up in an alleyway and that guy approached me the same way, I'm like, "This guy's about to fucking kill me!" <laughs> right. Um, so then from there we hit the ultimate what the fuck. And it was a square room with eight doors, and you had to... And they all looked identical. Yes, the whole room is identical. It's a black-lit room. And so you just pick a door, and you go through. And then next thing you know, you're right back into the room. And you pick another door, and you're right back into the room. And we kept doing this shit over and over and over. And it's like when you pick a door, you go through pitch black. Yes. You're feeling around to see where to go. And then you see a little bit of light, open the door, and you're right back in the fucking room. Absolutely. And come to find out, there's only one way that leads to the exit, but it doesn't lead to the exit. It leads to another room. That's identical. That's identical to that room with the same amount of doors. So you have a 1 in 16 chance of finding the spot. And finally, a security guy was like, all right, if y'all come back through here two more times, I'm just going to tell you where to go. <laughs> yeah, he was super cool. He was... He was letting uh, the other groups just kind of flounder yeah. um, because they were just being obnoxious and obscene mm. and all that. And Chad and I are like, all right, we're free. God damn it. So the guy is standing there and he's like, I'll give you a hint. There's actually two rooms that look just like this. I'm not moving rooms. So if you come back to the other room, you're further than this room. Like this is the first room. If you don't see me in the next room, keep going. So eventually it's a trick too. Like it's it's a doorway like if you if we went down the right hall several yes, fucking but times you go to the opposite direction we didn't know there was 
Because there was a lot of places you go, and there's a just a wall yes. leads to nowhere. So you had to go through one of the walls yeah. that leads to nowhere, take a hard right, and then you're out. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the the passages leads you straight back through the stripper room. Mm-hmm. So we we saw that dude a couple times, <laughs> which made me think like when I can afford it one day, my dream house. I want to have the entryway the same way. So then if, if motherfucker ever does break in, we'll have about 45 minutes to get prepared for it. <laughs> true. To find out where the fuck he's at. <laughs> Very true. I mean, that's, that's a good way to catch somebody because if you do that, uh-huh. and you, you know, obviously you tell your friends and family. Yeah, the only, right, the only people that know. So yeah. if you, know, you have a, a 30 second break in, you know it's only like one of five people that knows how to get through mm-hmm. the house, right? True that. Hell that's what I'm yeah. doing. You wait and see. Always as a kid, I know this is like totally going off subject. I used to dream about having like, a bunch of land like a real crappy shack uh-huh. but then you'd go in there and sit in the recliner and hit it back the right way and it would <laughs> drop into the floor and you go down like a couple stories and they have this massive mansion underground i i think that's a like lot the bat of cave people's dreams. <laughs> i watched too much batman as a kid there you go <laughs> so devil's dungeon how would you rate that one out of ten i want to say ten out of ten or I'm nine gonna, out of ten I man i'm gonna it. give it a solid like eight and a half or even maybe a nine because I want to reserve that ten just in case I find See, something. See, I don't else. want to reserve. To me, all of it's a ten. I love anybody who celebrates Halloween. I love any of the haunts that are open and doing the thing. Um, it's my favorite time of the year. It's when I come out of my seasonal depression, and I just I love every bit of it. So for me, Halloween and anything to do with Halloween is just the most magical thing ever. True that. So I want to give everything ten out of ten because. It's so cool to see all of, like, the, I guess, the individual design and, and how people do the stuff, you know? Yeah, like that's, the- that's my, honestly, that's my favorite part is walking through and uh, being able to check out the sets and kind of, like, how do they make this yeah. look like this in here, you know? Because that, I always find that set yeah. so cool and We're not scared people. Like, we don't go to get scared. It's a it's a s- extra bonus if we do get scared. And uh, it, happen, it happens. Yeah, Chad and I sure. get spooked for sure. Um, but we go just to appreciate it and go to see all the hard work that people have put in. I'm trying to get ideas. I'm trying we, to uh, Yeah, out. eventually we'll have our own haunted house. And, uh, that's for down the road. One day. One day that's the ultimate goal. That's how we so, retire with a bunch of land right? and a big-ass warehouse that we do a haunt at. I'm totally cool with that. Oh, yeah. Um, so right now we're on our anniversary trip. Yep, in Orlando, Florida. Like we, I don't know if we said that, but that's where we at. We're, yeah, Orlando, Florida because we're in like the best western. Orlando West. Smoking and, uh, like some chimneys in this place. Hell, yeah. Too. Um, it's been a pretty uh, rough few weeks for yeah. both of us, actually. Um, my about what two two and a half weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, mine kind of started off with the most hellacious food poisoning I've ever had in my oh, life. Oh yeah, that should put you down for like almost a week. That was it was awful, and then that right was the fucking uh, sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> that, that gumbo. That what'd you get? <laughs> jambalaya. Yeah, I went to Cajun night at sidelines like two or three weeks ago and I got so fucking sick and yeah, it was just never, miserable. Never get your Cajun food from the sports diner. <laughs> Don't get any food from that particular sports diner because it's almost killed me three oh, times Unless it's those cheese sticks. Fuck those cheese those sticks. Those cheese sticks that are about 12 inches long and three inches around. I don't care how big it's not worth dying for, okay? Um, and then we, uh, so then I ended up 
getting fucking two teeth extracted while yeah. you went to Georgia to, see, to see your kids. So you had two kids for a week. I uh, had one kid and yeah. minus two teeth for a week and recovering on that has been hellacious. Um, but we're here. We went to Brazilian Steakhouse the first night. Oh, yeah, that was, that was, that, it honestly. It was so good. I what, can't chew What's the anything, other one we go though. to? Rhodesia? Rhodesia. Well, we can't go to Rhodesia anymore because it got blown up in the, the Christmas uh, bombing, bombing in Nashville. Yeah. So we can't go to that anymore. Anytime we try to find another Brazilian Steakhouse, they're just, it's not open when we drive mm. through or we don't have time. So Chad's uh, first thing was to make a reservation on our drive down here and oh, we made yeah. it. I gummed partially chewed as much as i fucking could um and chad i ate piles <laughs> of meat dude i just i felt like a miserable piece of shit when I, there. I was so disappointed in myself man it was so delicious i ate like a huge plate of potato salad they had probably the best potato salad i've ever tasted you did, but you you said you said the potato salad was really good and i was like hell yeah it's 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 pretty bomb and then you're like i'm gonna go get more and i was like okay babe so you come back, and usually when you go to go get more stuff, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you get a little more mashed potatoes, a little more rice, a little more sides, whatever. You came yeah. back with a half a plate full of potato salad, nothing else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I want, the, as I was doing it, there's people, like, waiting for me to get there. They're probably, damn, man, I'm taking all the potato salad. It had but, to have been five good scoops. Oh, it was, it was some, scoops. some big old helpings. So it, you had... It was that family size pota- at KFC for show. Potato salad and meat, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, and the dessert, dude. The What was it, the banana cream pie? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, I think you got a banana cream oh, pie. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's probably the best dessert I've ever had. I mean, it was alright. That I had a chocolate it. cake. It was very cool and mushy, and I appreciated the the temperature and texture of it. Yeah, um, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so today, I think we are going to brave Boston Lobster Feast, so I can try to eat some lobster. Yeah, we're we gonna go drop fifty bucks a person. I'm gonna eat some chicken fingers. <laughs> they have a ribeye steak on the menu that oh, you can okay. order. Yeah, I'll get some steak. There you go. Sure. Get some steak. I'll get some lobster, and then we are gonna go back to night two of our Halloween Horror Nights trip. Or to the night of Demol- De- demolishing our feet again. <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling too terrible today. we got to get you some insoles for oh, sure. Oh, man. My calves and thighs, I feel like I was working on that Thighmaster 3000 all night long. Well, oh, fuck. I forgot about that. So I ended up, uh, I took Scout to a play date on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, we're playing with the kids at the creek. Like, make sure Scout can wear clothes that she can get dirty and muddy. I was like, all right, fine. And so, you know, around Ashland City, you every time we've seen a creek, like, there's that whole area of Ashland City where it's just, like, pretty creek beds. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, a park you go to or pretty much like any like park. Like something out of National Geographic. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. cascading waterfall. Or you, like, go to a bridge and you go under the bridge and chill and hang out. Well, the creek I went to was two acres deep behind our friend's house. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't understand the gravity of the journey until I was about halfway through. I was holding an open bang, like a mostly full open bang, a water bottle. I had my phone tucked in my pants, my cigarettes and lighter tucked in my titties, and a walking stick in one hand, watching Scout jump through like a tiny woodland fairy, just fucking go. And I'm trying to like not, I've got Nike slides on. They're like halfway wrapped around my feet. Mm. Like they're at a 90 degree angle mm-hmm. on my feet because I'm sliding one foot forward down a fucking muddy hill. Gave that new meaning to the Nike slides. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> they, they do be sliding. Um, 
and so we finally make it down there and then the journey upwards is about 90 degrees fucking vertical um so i'm pretty sure i tore part of my like hamstring or something because that was sunday and yesterday i had to get lidocaine patches to make it through universal and i couldn't feel it Mm -hmm. like it eventually got completely numb but i also knew i couldn't walk right and at some points in time it would just like give out and it would just it was like a old woman in church praising jesus really like when the holy spirit takes Mm -hmm. her over for just a brief second so it's like my knee would buckle my hands would go up and just all i was missing was the hallelujah because that's what i felt like all goddamn night (laughs) And then, so poor Chad, like, I'd just grab, grab on him randomly, or he'd have to, like, walk behind me to make sure I didn't fucking eat concrete. And Yeah, I had the most embarrassing experience of my entire life. Oh, my God. It well, was what ride was that? What ride was it? Despicable Me. Despicable Me. No, 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 it wasn't. Minions. It wasn't Despicable Me. It was uh, the Jimmy Fallon ride. The Jimmy Fallon ride. So, last time I went to Universal, I was pretty much able to ride everything except for the Harry Potter because I just got too fat. Well, Harry Potter, they do say they made them smaller. Like, the Harry Potter rides are smaller than every other ride in both Universal worlds. Man, Universal need to get this shit right because fat people are people too. You need to expand those seats and make it so we can enjoy them damn rides. It's not that you're fat. You are solid. Like, you, I'm fat. And my fat moves, so, like, I can move it and push it and tuck it. Like, it's very <laughs> soft and squishy, so I can squish, like, silly putty back into those seats if I need to. You know? It's all right. You're just unmoving. Like, you're like a brick fucking wall. It's like trying to put a brick wall when through I, a coin slot, and it just doesn't work. So, when you I know? sat, you go into this room, there's probably, like, 100 people in there, all in, like, these seats. It's kind of like, it's not a ride. It, it's You sit in these seats, and... It moves, but there's a big screen to give the impression that you're doing like roller coaster yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's like a 40 thrill ride. Yeah. And as soon as I sit in, my shoulders won't even go into the back of this thing. So I'm already kind of bent in when my titties are touching each other. Hell and yeah. Then I go Talk to put the seatbelt on. Why don't you take your shirt off yeah. and show me? <laughs> <laughs> I go to put the seatbelt on, and I'm about four inches from the mark, you know? So I was like, you know what, bitch, I'm going to tuck this motherfucker in. I mean, come on, this this ride don't even really move. They ain't going to say shit. And Chelsea's like, what if they got a sensor? And I'm thinking, then I start thinking, I was like, nah, they didn't get no sensor. So the lady gets up, they're checking everybody, and she's like, uh, we have somebody on this lane that isn't buckled in. And I knew right away. And then, uh, so I tried to start going for it. Then it's obvious. And then, then everybody, I feel like, is looking back at me, and she has to make this big to-do about getting me a seatbelt extender. So at this point, I'm just fucking pissed, you know, and embarrassed to fucking back. Oh, what a terrible You wouldn't experience. even talk to me. I was trying to, like, check in with you. I know. I was I was just so embarrassed, dude. Like, but I was it like, wasn't even so. I, I don't look, know if you realize, but there was a girl behind us. And she was a, a mite that's bigger than you. Well, that's what I'm saying. But well, her seatbelt wouldn't unbuckle. So they had, we were already delayed because her they couldn't get her out the seat. Out the seat. Well, as we were walking in, I saw a couple people that, to me, appeared bigger than I am. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm tight on this, you know? And then we get in there. So afterwards, I was like, damn, like, dude, am I just, my perception of myself is just way off? Or am I really fucking big as a planet, dude? No. First of all, you're not that big. Second of all, all of the bigger people are squishy bigger people. Well, I don't know what it was, but let me tell you this. It was embarrassing as fuck. Definitely fucked my mood up. And definitely, well, you know, some of those bigger people that are just like they're all like fupa and like front gut kind of thing, like hanging belly. Mm-hmm. They can move that, like they can lift that up 
and put their, you know, seat belt across, like, underneath their stomachs and just kind of let their stomachs roll over it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because you don't have a stomach like that. Like, you just have that solid stomach. So, there's no, like, there's no moving it. There's, I mean, you can't, you can't do anything about it. So it's not, you know, you're definitely not as big as those people that were on the rides. They just have more movability in their floppy body parts. Yeah. I don't know. I know this though. Next year, my goal is to, when we come back to be able to ride every ride. So I'm going to, I really am going to try to drop about 50 pounds. So I'm just, dude, I gotta be, I gotta be able to experience That's That's the funnest shit in life is to be able to do stuff like that. Uh, we did ride the men in black ride. The again. men in black ride. Was, that was, was super fun. Tight. It was definitely still uncomfortable for me because the way they make the, you sit up on this thing and it's kind of indented for your butt. And there's like this yeah. hard piece right on your dick and balls. Yeah. It was like, felt like it was crushed in my left nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's but l- luckily, those do have some sag ability, so I was able to take that nut and kind of fling <laughs> it over my, my knee and push the bar down. <laughs> oh, squishy nuts. <laughs> squishy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was super fun. I-, I looked over at one point in time, and I had like 8,000 points because, you know, you shoot the yeah. aliens to get points. So I looked over at one point. I had like 8,000 points. You had like 42,000 points. And I was like, how in the motherfuck is this possible? Uh-huh. So I just kept going, and uh, I was like, well, I got a defective gun or some shit, and I don't know how I did it, but I hit, like, 265,000 yeah. points by the end of it, and you were at, you like... You must have hit something right, like, the, the main monster at the end or something, because I looked over at one point, I was I was above you by, like, 20,000 points. I was like, okay, tight, you know, I'm going to brag about this shit. And then I looked over again, you had over 200,000. I was like, what the fuck? And I was up to 80,000. We like, were damn. Galaxy Defenders. Yep. Um, we we won the whole fucking game. We Nobody did. can tell me otherwise. Super cool. Um, so we started off, you know, obviously this isn't our first Halloween Horror Nights rodeo. Mm-hmm. So when we bought our tickets a few weeks ago, um, you know, we obviously bought the Express Passes. Oh, yeah. If, because- you, if you go to Halloween Horror Nights, get the Express Pass. Because if not... If you go for one night, you're not going to be able to go through everything. There's no, no way. You might just see three haunts if you're lucky. We we would have gotten through everything if last night. If we chose night, to stay. Yeah. If we had chosen to stay. The thing was, is they also offered, for an extra 30 bucks a person, an early entry pass. So yep. you get in at 3 o'clock versus 6 o'clock. And you have more time to like actually enjoy like the park while it's open and so all the things that are normally closed during halloween horror nights you get to at least have a couple hours to go do those things um so we did the early entry yesterday and we had the fast passes so we were there until close to midnight we were there from about three to close to midnight last night and we just we ended up tapping out um the only thing i didn't like about halloween horror nights this year obviously the sets are always top notch the the actors are always top notch. They really go do everything, hit the ball out of the I park. I think for both of us, it's probably but, one of our favorite Halloween. Yeah, experiences. no, for sure. But this year, due to COVID, every place where an actor was going to be coming up, there's a flap of plastic laid out. So after going through, you already know where to expect right. the person, which and takes away all the yes possible scares. And then what I didn't understand is, so they have that they have actual actors dressed up, but with mask on. But at the same time, they got other people with mask on, making sure everybody's nuts to butts with no mask to get through this thing because there's so many people there. Yeah. And then every 20 seconds, there's something that sounds like you're in the purge comes on. Make sure you maintain your distance. 
you know, and all this shit. And I was like, come on, motherfucker, quit fronting. Yeah. You got everybody nuts to butts. No one's wearing masks but you guys. I was like, let's let's get real. It's about the money, and that's cool, but take away all this other shit. Let us experience it like it's been in the past. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much. So this year they've got uh, Beetlejuice, Haunting of Hill House. I think those are the main two attractions. And then uh, they definitely have the longest waits of the night. So, of course, we just knocked those out, got them out of the way. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Uh, Beetlejuice was amazing. It's not so much scary as it is just nostalgic and entertaining. Exactly. Um, They did a really, really good job. The sets were so cool. It was like walking through sets on the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And all the Beetlejuices looked like that era of Beetlejuice except you couldn't see from their nose to their chin yeah that was it was pretty disappointing yeah. um for as far as the actors wearing the masks but totally understand at least we got to experience it Haunting of Hill House was really really cool we watched the Netflix show we watched Bly Manor um and we haven't yet delved into Midnight Mass but we're going to and we have time Hill House I felt like I felt like there was something missing. Like, I understand it's a mini-series. I understand there's, you know, 12 episodes of, you know, all this crazy shit going on. But I felt like they could have done a little more with it. The one complaint I have about Universal is a lot of times they will focus on one character more than anything else. And I get that. But, um, so, like, for Beetlejuice, obviously, there was, like, 100 Beetlejuices in the fucking house. Yeah. But there it's were impressive so many, how many actors and yes, actresses they have. There are so many other cool, creepy things that are in a movie or in a series that you can focus on. Um, like the Leatherface one, the Texas Chainsaw one. We oh, went all through. the sets. Yeah. It, the sets were cool. That's where they had this, the smells, right? Yes, they had the smells. The there rotting meat rotting smell. And then there was like a smell. funeral home. Or it, well, that the funeral home wasn't in uh, Texas Chainsaw, was it? I don't think so. That was another set. Um, but there was like you know a hundred leather faces, and all they do is kind of pop out with the chainsaw sound. And after about the fifteenth time that happens, it's just you know. Especially when they can't get up on you like they used to. Right. Because they used to come right up into your space. You know. I that loved that they had Chop Tops this time though. Yeah, that was Chop cool. Top is my favorite character from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Um, but uh, you know there's. There was a bunch of stuff missing, it seemed. Like, Hill House, there was a bunch of stuff missing. Um, the pumpkin one we went through was super cool after the first couple minutes. First couple minutes, it was just dudes in, like, skeleton outfits. Yeah. And it was super lame. And it's like, But towards seen, the end, it had some yeah, of the coolest scenes we saw the definitely. whole night. They evolved the, yeah, the characters. Because it felt like, in the end, you were inside this decaying Living, pumpkin, it was like James and pumpkin. the Giant Peach, but yeah, pumpkin it was style. Super cool. It was awesome, and it was ruled by this demon, you know, this pumpkin demon. Yeah, yeah. I loved cool. it. That part was tight. Um, and then pre- I mean, we pretty much just walked around and snacked on stuff. Yeah, spent a little time in the Harry spent Potter a little time universe. And a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah, whole whole lot. Of if money. you got to take a shit there, you got to pay fifty bucks. But you know <laughs> what? We saved. We we did this vacation right. We saved. Yeah. We put back money mm-hmm. so that we could enjoy ourselves without having to worry about anything. True that. Our bills are paid for this month, and True we have that. some play money, so I'm super excited. Yeah. So tonight is uh, we've got a couple more to do. We've got to do the Bri- uh, Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Yeah. Um, I think. Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, yep. and there There's was something else. one other one. I yeah, can't one remember what it is. We but won't do that tonight. Tonight is going to be our shopping night mm-hmm. for all the souvenirs and goodies we wanted to take home and just didn't want to carry around last night. Um, super, 
super excited. And then we get up tomorrow, which would be Friday at the time of the recording, and yeah. leave. Um, and yeah, head to, to, yeah, Netherworld, to Netherworld. Netherworld tomorrow, yeah. Which Netherworld is, I pretty much do that every single year since I was really little. It's one of my favorites. It's the one that I always get scared at some point in time in. Yeah. Um, I mean, and their sets are just incredible. They're very on par with Universal. So, love it. We were going to do Popes. We just don't have time. We, you've been gone for two weeks at this point. I've been down and out for a week. So, yeah, it's time for us to go to home work. and get back to work. Which is fine because we love our job. Yeah, and we got a lot of cool shit coming up. So hell yeah! So you had uh, you had the kids for two weeks. Yeah, I had, or I had a kids. week, not two weeks, a week. Yeah, it was a it was about a week and a day or something like that. But um, yeah, no, I had to get back to that daddy life, getting up early as fuck in their school to take them to school. It's about an hour and a half process just because of how far out it is to take both of them and come back. But uh, Cordelia was selling. You know the school does these little candy bar sales. The ones that Scout did. Yes. The the blue and white box of the candy yep, the bars. Same thing. I will say, the candy bars are pretty damn tasty. They are good candy bars. They're not. They're not awful. They're chocolate bars. They got like almond caramel. We're not trying to sell any of them to you. Well, yeah, yeah, but we will. It, we will because um, <laughs> we've already paid sixty bucks for a whole box. Two boxes. We bought one for Scout and one for Cordelia. You bought a whole box from Cordelia. Yes, yeah, so I bought a whole box from Son Cordelia. Of a, guys, we're one hundred and twenty dollars in the candy this <laughs> yeah. month. If anybody wants a dollar yeah. candy bar, so I figured I'd get them and then we'd eat them. I could, you know, my friends, the studio. We're going to eat one hundred and twenty candy bars. No, but bars? I could put them in the studio. People eat them. You know. For free, yeah. You I mean, you, you get you you get on too much CBD, and you're like, hey, I got 120 <laughs> candy bars. I won't eat those damn candy bars. Yeah. But needless to say, I, I end up putting a box in my room, the one I bought. So the next day, she brought another box because if she sells two, oh, she can nah. have this ice cream party. So that's the goal. So I was like, well, I'll buy one box, and then I can get rid of them with friends and ourselves, that kind of thing. So I put the box in there, and I I ate you know three or four of them things, but. I came in one day and I looked. I was like, damn, look like somebody been killing these things, you know? That I did a little research. I'll give you two guesses. I did a little research, started looking around. I started finding right wrappers and shit. So I was like, okay, I see. And so in our bedroom at our house, we have security cameras on the inside as well, just because we're not there a whole lot in Georgia. Yeah. Just in case someone breaks in, I can at least, you know, see who it is and see what they took and alert the cops. Um, so... I caught a video of her coming in the room, and then she's looking in the box. She's got a blanket around her, right? Uh-huh. She's looking in the box. So you, so there's only two people in the house besides you. It could have been. Yeah. So she put a blanket over she, her to conceal to, her identity, to, to conceal but her head's it. still poking out. And oh, obviously, okay. there, she's taller than than Allie is. Yeah. So you already know off the rip who it is. So she's looking, and then it looks like she kind of realizes, oh, there's a camera in here. She turns around, kind of looks. And then I had put a piece of paper on top of it with the inventory, how many candy bars were oh in the box. Oh, my God. So when she came, she read that, and then she started laughing. And then she looked at the camera. Then she took her blanket, threw it in the air to have, like, a cloak, and then tried to run out before it dropped. But it dropped way before she ran out. She's just running out the door. Oh, that was the, Okay, so you showed me that video. I didn't yeah. understand exactly what was going on. So... She realized she was busted at the moment that she read that you were keeping inventory. Yes. Okay. So when she realized she was busted and turned around, she saw the camera. Yes. And that's when she put the blanket over her entire body yeah. like a like a magician yes. was about to do it. Now you see me, act. now you don't. <laughs> so she throws the blanket up in the air. It hits the floor and you see her scrambling on all floors, like or on fours, Scooby-Doo style, out the door. Yeah. So she was legitimately making an effort to try to like 
now you see me, now you don't. She was either doing that or she just realized she was busted to how I'll go out with some flair and some, you know, so maybe dad would think it's funny and leave me alone kind of thing, which I did. I mean, that she's your daughter. Yeah, through no and doubt. through. But what got me the most, I started thinking about these candy bars. It's like, if you take a box home, she told me you have to sell it. For the moment you take it, you're obligating yourself to sell that box. Or pay, at least paying for that box. For the paying for that yes. box. So, and I said, well, how many kids did it? She said, pretty much. She's like, everybody did. I was like, okay. And I started thinking, it's like, damn, they really out here getting these kids to work for free, hustling these candy bars. And I was like, no. How's it? No, that because it, it's not that way. So the kids are hustling us, and the school is hustling us because they know that from the moment their kids lay their tiny little grimy paws on that candy bar box, the parents are now financially responsible. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten parents are going to do exactly what we did: fork over the sixty bucks for that bar and hope to God we get our money back. Yeah. Which we won't get our money back unless we up the prices on the candy bars because we've already eaten three fourths of the first <laughs> yeah. fucking box. Yeah. So. True yeah. That. So uh, it is definitely a big hustle. Um, we are the ones that got hustled. Um, I feel pretty used right now. Yeah. No, they got us, dude. That's that's a good that's a good little scam, man. If my if I were doing that same scam, dude, I'd be arrested in jail if I had kids out there selling a bunch of shit for me and bringing me money back, and I give them a little keychain as payment for their that's services. That's what Scout <laughs> got for her. So the girls get a or, or Cordelia gets a, an ice cream party, but Scout got a keychain. Yes. So she was bugging us and bugging us. She's like, "I need to pay the money. I need to pay the money. I need to pay the money." And it's yeah. not. We she's worse than any bill yeah, collector that's ever you called can't us. Venmo <laughs> it. You can't pay it online with a credit card. Like, you have cash. to send cash in. We don't have a bank around our area like our bank we don't have an atm so we gotta like go into the gas station pay the extra seven dollars and 25 cent to pull the money out um so by the last day well whatever so the last day that we could send it in like or they recommended that we send it in by this day so we eventually put the money in and scout comes home happy as hell because she has less than a dollar store keychain i'm talking like this is a like a penny's worth it was like hard plastic it wasn't even squishy don't drop that motherfuckers game over it was the most brittle of plastic keychain she's so happy and we're like that that's that that's what you got for the 60 dollar box of chocolate you sold she's like yeah i can't wait to get more i said baby you're not getting more i said that's for one box of chocolate I'm like, that's all you sold. That's all we had an opportunity to sell because the school ran out of boxes to sell. Yeah, yeah, thank God. And so she was just like, oh, Oh, well, all right then. And so that was the most janky (laughs) $60 (coughs) keychain we've ever purchased for our child. No doubt. I'm going to figure it out. Then I'm going to have some kids hustling something real soon. Speaking (laughs) of janky. Speaking of janky. Bro, we did something before you left. What? We went to the motherfucking circus. Oh, dude. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, did we? No. We went to... So, Scout had got something at school. Another thing she bugged us about. It was a piece of paper that said free admission to the circus and in fine print with the purchase of one adult ticket. Yeah, yeah. So, we went and we, we paid the two adult tickets. Well, I looked online uh, and... Um, yeah, they made that bitch look like the Wrangler Hardin, Circus. Hardin <laughs> International Circuses. Yeah. So, I went online and it did it looked like a really cool it was like Cirque du Soleil meets you know Ringling Brothers there's all kinds of lights and arenas full of people and tigers bears lions oh my it was super super cool like Vegas style right and I was like all right well and then I looked online and they had a ticket special 
and it was like ten dollars per for the first 100 like it was like only 100 available of these like 10 dollar tickets mm-hmm. and you got a free child pass with each purchase of a ticket yeah. so i was like shit it was 20 bucks to take me you and scout to the circus hell y'all take it my first red flag was when i did that the day of the circus and the 100 tickets weren't sold so mm-hmm. i was like okay well maybe you know it's a monday yeah. maybe we'll just go to this thing there won't be a whole lot of people we won't have to worry about anything we can just sit in our seats eat some popcorn yeah. eat some cotton candy have a nice little family out. right and then i saw on the thing that there was like a midway they were like hey get here early to enjoy some rides and some you know games you can win yeah. prizes i was like oh it's a little fair too yeah. hell yeah i was so fucking excited so we take scout and then second red flag we pull up at like a dirt track in clarksville yeah. tennessee yeah. and i was like well this definitely isn't an I was arena like, where's the big top i'm yeah. looking for the big tent you know chad's looking for the big top i'm looking for the midway because there ain't no ride or prize or anything to be seen from the naked eye so it's uh the show started at six it's like five thirty, and we're still waiting in line and the line mm-hmm. gets longer and longer and longer and they're bumping some like you know ghetto ass like cholo music through um, a nearly busted speaker through a portable busted yeah ass it wasn't looking speaker. good if it was if you were basing your opinion at the front gate of how your experience was going to be it wasn't looking you good. had no idea how much worse it was going to yeah. be once you got through the front gate but i still had hope i was like, okay maybe we'll walk in here there'd be a big tent you know mm-hmm. you get that feel so they had finally opened the doors we go in like, okay, let's get some snacks, let's get some drinks. Well, they had a uh, snow cone and cotton candy vendor, and then they had a food vendor next to it, which was like hot dogs and nachos, and then next to that was popcorn, and then next to that was where they were selling $30 a pop, like inflatable toys. Yeah. Um. So Scout and I got bags of cotton candy, you went to go get some food and drinks, get to the front of the line you find out that you can only purchase those with cash because everywhere else was taking cards yeah. they had card readers and shit but not where and you then, want something to drink right and then because you wanted popcorn you're like well i'm not paying a card for popcorn when i can't even get a water that i have to pay for with cash with no atm on site you know yeah so you would have had to left have to have yeah. left um so then we get into like the main area and these are the most rotted janky rusted bleachers the bleachers we are actually broke yeah some are broke the the size of the bleachers was the size of the quote-unquote bunks that were on the tiny school bus for that first backwards oh yeah they were supposed to be beds they were supposed to be beds but they were like food pantry shelves it's probably six inches deep maybe eight inches yeah so we're basically sitting on you know twigs all night and they're broke and rusty and, and jagged the I mean, one in fr- i stepped on the one that we ended up uh not sit we couldn't sit on it because it collapsed under my feet mm-hmm. um and i almost fucking toppled down an entire fucking uh stand of you yeah know, bleachers bleacher yeah. seating and then around the entire dirt track there's this fence like this uh you know chain link fence so you can't you don't even have a clear shot into the main thing you're watching everything through a fucking fence and then on the like inside on the track there's like an inflatable like bounce house there's miniature ponies there's two elephants and uh some camels yeah and that was the midway. So you paid. So Chad, I was already fucking pissed. Oh, I yeah, just, dude. They got you so they, beforehand, of course, your kids are going to be like, oh, I want to go see what that's about. And I'm, you don't know what they're charging or if they're charging. Did your ticket cover anything? 
So I go down there and get in line, get up the table, and everything's $20 a pop. So she was dead set on riding an elephant. I'm like, well, damn, whenever whenever will she have another chance to ride an elephant? It might be a while. So yeah. 20 bucks, fuck it. I'll let her ride the elephant. Then I'm noticing that they are stacking. They have like a one big saddle. Yeah. And they're compacting like six, seven people in this area, like on top of each other to there ride this elephant. There were 12 kids at one point in time on one of those saddles. Dude, and I was just starting to look at the elephant. The elephant looks sad, man. It like the saddest elephant on earth. And I'm just like hoping like this ain't the day where he's like finally decided this is his last day at work. Yeah. Fuck these motherfuckers, you know. And he's about to fucking take it, make a run for it. Because, uh, dude, if that elephant starts to run, ain't nobody stopping that motherfucker, dude. That's, I was sitting there the whole time anxious as fuck. Then in chat, I was like, I got to text Chad because I'm like, I know she's going to want to go on that bounce house. I know that bounce house ain't been clean since they got it. There's probably scabies, COVID, fucking ringworm, and everything else in the motherfucker. And then, of course, I know that even though she told me she put socks on under her boots, I know that child didn't put socks on. So, as I'm texting you, you guys are steadily walking towards that jump house. And I'm texting you, I'm texting you, I'm texting you. I finally called you, and you answered right as Scout crawled her barefooted ass into that jump house. And you're like, do you want me to get her out? I'm like, well, at this point, she's already got whatever's in there. Like, it was, oh, God, it was so gross. It was so fucking, it was just run down. It was stupid. So we start the show. They're packing people in. There's just rude-ass people sitting next to us. Rude-ass, like, there's still, like, all the stands are full within viewings of this, the circus. Oh, yeah, dude. There had to be a couple thousand people there. And. Way oversold. People are standing. Um, they're telling people that people are keep, sitting on the ground in front. They're sitting in the dirt. Yeah. And they keep telling people, like they keep stopping the show to tell people that they can't stand at the fence. Cause yeah, and then you're like, what the fuck you want us to sit? <laughs> right. So it was, sit, bitch. it was just miserable. And it was, even scout was like, this is lame as fuck. Um, because the acts in the first intermission that we, or before the first intermission was like some dude on a twirly thing, like some, uh, acrobatic stuff. And then there was some ladies doing tricks with dogs and cats. It was less than um, stellar performances. A guy juggling. All right, guys, are you ready to see someone juggle? And he dropped about 42 balls. Yeah, and he didn't juggle anything cool. There were no chainsaw or swords or knives. Right. It was all like balls. And-, and then they had like an aerial acrobatic performance, and it looked like they had gone to like the local like rock climbing gym where they do like aerial silks yeah, yeah. and recruited a couple of those girls. And were like, hey, just uh, you know, twirl on these things for about five minutes. Because anytime I've been to a circus or a show, it's like this coordinated, like it's, impressive. It's, it's super impressive. Everybody's on time. Everybody's doing stuff together. It's coordinated. It's like a whole choreographed like super, people doing superhuman right, things. It's a yeah. choreographed routine. They had five random girls up there, all in different outfits, just doing the tricks that they could do to whatever music they were playing at the time. And it was like some weird Adele remix uh-huh. that was like way too deep for kids, you know. Uh, it wouldn't have surprised me one bit if they would have stopped the show to bring out some like early '90s rapper to perform a song. <laughs> it was uh, it was so bad that our six year old, who is very easily entertained, um, was like, "I don't want to stay for the rest of the show. I'm hungry. Let's go get pizza." Yeah. I wrote the elephant. Let's do it. Yeah. So Scout wanted to leave at intermission. I was so fucking mad. I called my mom because I already didn't want to be there. Like I was like my ass hurt, my pride hurt, everything hurt. And it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So how many? How how are you rating that one? Um, what is the absolute lowest I can go? I guess zero. <laughs> can I go below zero? 
Yeah, I'm there too. That was that was a shit show for sure. That was, and then not only was like we lucked out with like the ten dollar a piece tickets, but as many people were there, they were charging like thirty bucks ahead at the door. Yeah. Oh, they made some money, no doubt. So. They made a, they made, a, they made a grip on that thing, dude. I bet there was a lot of disappointed people that night because you could tell the vibe in there wasn't like it normally is at the circus. No, I mean I, sure. I felt like we were one one fart away from a fist fight. Yeah, you know? no doubt. We were real <laughs> close for sure. It was definitely. Because I was, that bench that was broken in front of us, people would be walking looking for a space and everyone kept coming that bench. So you, we were having to rotate, taking turns like, oh, it's broke. And then people would second guess you and then shake it and like, okay, yeah, it's broke. Yeah, so that like the bench was hitting my shins all night. Yeah. There were some heathens sitting right next to the broken bench like kept like forgetting leaning their weight on it and it would like yeah. crunch down on my foot and shit. I was getting ready to kick their damn cotton candy off the thing because they kept reaching for it and kept moving it. And I was like, oh, my this God. It wasn't a good night. It was not all. a good night. Um, was there... Didn't you do something with the girls that you said was kind of uh, on par? It wasn't as... Because when on our drive down here, we stopped at Mark's Melon Patch. Mm. And uh, you, you said something about, I wish we could have taken the kids to this instead oh, yeah, of what yeah, we did. Yeah, we went to a pumpkin patch and it was just... Not what we were expecting. It was literally, um, got you got on this hayride and rode at like two miles an hour in the blistering hot sun. Yeah. To pick a pumpkin that was already, it it wasn't. It was just sitting in grass. You know. It was yeah. Like, so they, they were took placed. a bunch of like pumpkins that had already been cut and yes, like lined and, them up in a field. Yes. Yeah. And you go pick it. So you got Allie. She went and found the smallest pumpkin in the patch, and Cordelia found the largest one. You know. <laughs> But the good part about it is afterwards they had a restaurant there and that was some of the best southern food I've ever ate in my entire life. I can't wait to go back. It's See, called the farmhouse. Food always makes it better, man. You have a shitty experience. Yeah. It was like, uh, you know, for the circus, I wish that the Mexican afterwards would have made it better. Definitely didn't. Um, and then afterwards, after your shitty pumpkin patch, you got some amazing southern food. So, yeah. you know, it helps. It definitely helps it sometimes. It definitely helps. Well, before we get off this thing, let's talk about some news. You got any, any new news to I talk do. About? I have a couple news oh, things. Yeah. Hey, thank you all for uh, being patient with us. Um, had a lot going on. Hopefully, you'll understand this was done on a cell phone from the road with no sound effects, which, you know, what can we do? I mean, we're definitely going to get back on it when we get home. For sure. But it's been it's been a couple weeks since we've put anything out, and yeah. we miss doing this. We miss the feedback, and a couple of you missed us, so we're just putting something out. So shall. Uh, so, yesterday it was reported that statues from a british garden identified as ancient egyptian sold for a fuck ton of money mm. so uh there were some statues that some old an old english couple bought at an auction for a couple hundred bucks um they they were like uh, sphinx statues and they put them in their garden they were just garden decorations mm. for like 15 years um and then the the couple decided to sell their house and move out and they had an auctioneer come and like appraise a bunch of stuff in their house and put it up for auction so the two statues they were definitely interested in and they ended up being um original like what was it oh like some original works of art some actual egyptian artifacts holy shit <laughs> so they 
so they were originally uh, initially believed to be 18th century replicas of the artifacts, uh-huh. but they are thousands of years old, actual ancient Egyptian artifacts. They sold for $265,510. Holy shit. Can you imagine that? No. Having that in your yard the whole time, getting rained on. I mean, you know, that's I mean, why, they look what would have been crazy? Cool. Oh, yeah. What would have been crazy if uh, someone else that bought the house ended up benefiting off of those things? Like, yeah, the, you sold us the house for 100 grand, but those lawn ornaments you got in there are worth a quarter million. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. It's like hitting the lotto. I mean, how do you end up with actual ancient Egyptian artifacts in your garden? I don't know. That's wild. Instead of like garden gnomes, you have garden yeah. sphinxes. And that's, why real. that's why you see me always down at the Goodwill. You see me at the. The local rescue mission, if whenever they got thrifty shit. you find ancient Egyptian artifacts at the Goodwill, I will never say anything about you oh, I'm gonna, one day I'm gonna One day I'm going to find some, And I have. I've, I've bought many things at thrift stores and then turned around and sold them at my shop for, you know, triple what I paid for it. So that's a win every day in my book, baby. Hey, hey. True. I mean, you find that dollar figurine that you put black metal makeup on and mm-hmm. sell it for 15 bucks. Yeah, people yeah. buy it. I don't know I why, know. but they do. <laughs> at that point in time, it's art. It's an, It's interpretive art. So, uh, all right. Well, so kids are doing stupid shit again on TikTok. Oh, yeah. That's hard to believe. Um, you want to know what the latest trend yes. is? Scalp popping. Scalp popping. Scalp popping. So, I guess you pop? take a piece of hair mm. and you pull it so hard that it creates a popping sound on the skull. What? Yeah, well, no offense, you don't have hair on your skull, so you yeah. can't try this. <laughs> but so you take a piece of hair, uh-huh. you kind of twirl it around, get it nice and tight, and you pull it really hard, and it pops your scalp. And kids uh-huh. are doing this for fucking fun. Well, um, we ball the actual popping sound derives from the soft tissue, galea, ap- some neurotica, uh-huh. between the scalp and the skull, and it's popping off the skull, which can lead to bleeding under the scalp and ultimately lead to infections. So by doing this, the kids are, like, tearing the inside of the scalp, mm. um, and it, it's, like, damaging their hair follicles and all kinds of shit. So shout out to the kids doing stupid shit on TikTok a fucking again. Jesus, dude. Kids are dumb. That's what I'm saying. Like, either eat Tide Pods, pop their scalp. Like, what the fuck? Why can't they do, like, the make a hundred on my next test challenge or, <laughs> because you know, fucking clean up my local community challenge? I mean, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so we're, we'll end this on a really cute note, on uh, a really happy note, since we're on our anniversary trip and it's happy couple time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a happy couple in uh, Bosnia. Uh, the husband got tired, basically, of his wife's bitching after all these years because mm-hmm. uh, he re- he's remodeled their home a bunch of times. And uh, she wants the sun in certain places. She wants to be able to see the road and all kinds of stuff. So what happened was he made her a rotating house. What? So that he would stop having to tear down the ha- the walls. Dude, that's, ball. that's when you got your like money she, game she right, She wants son. to see the sun in the morning, but she also wants to see it like as it's going down. Mm-hmm. But she wants to be able to like watch the road and see people coming to the house and stuff. Yeah. So he got tired of uh, remodeling the house and just made her a rotating house. So she can basically take a wheel and rotate it to see however she wants to see. <laughs> Dude, that's some ball and shit. You know, that right? costs some money. I mean, he did it for out of love, man. Yeah, hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, guys, thank y'all for tuning in. We're about to wrap this thing up. Anything you want to add? Any, any? No, I hate that it seems kind of rushed, but I forgot when we record on a phone, we're limited to an hour. Yeah. So uh, we got to wrap it up pretty quickly here. Yeah. I guess the only thing I want to add, because I know all you guys get your financial advice from us, <laughs> is check into Shiba Inu. Is it my saying right? Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu, cryptocurrency. Crypto. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm hearing these things about the jump real big. I went, me and Chelsea went and got ourselves, you know, a, we got, I don't know, what, 13 million shares of it or something. Something. For a couple yeah, hundred bucks, you can get in. And the way it's looking, man, that money could turn into something real big. So wrapping up, go check it out. Go watch on YouTube. Make a good decision based on your own research. And I don't really have much more to add. Nope. As always, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to The Chat Show. The Chat Show. Chatshow.com. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. We'll see you down the road. We out. Oh, yeah?